0: binaural beat is one frequency going in one ear one frequency going in the other ear the way the brain reacts to that is by creating a third frequency somewhere in between those two frequencies that is what creates that difference in mood that difference in um, elevated thought focus for me sleep
1: Hey there, my friends, it's Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I wanna welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project and the Fit Mother Project podcast. Today, we're joined by guest expert, Wayne Altman, who is the founder of Melody Clouds, the premier online source for music to calm your mind. And Wayne has worn many hats over the years, but he always has a desire to help and serve others. He had a time in the U.S. military. He was in the Army, and I believe it was eight years, right, Wayne? Eight years. Eight years. He's even been a death row correctional officer, a corporate sales trainer. He's the author of six books, and he's had 14 different online companies. So this is a busy man who has lots of things to do. Um, But the reason he started this latest business, Melody Clouds, is because he had his own personal struggles after the military, hearing things explode, gunshots. Wayne found himself suffering from tinnitus or tinnitus, which is basically a nonstop ringing in your ears, which is Wayne will share is like kind of devastating and it can be really frustrating. And he wanted to find a solution and it was just kind of happenstance that one of his friends ended up, you know, giving him some binaural beats, these particular sounds you can play in your ears, and it gave him some relief. And he's like, what is going on here? And so naturally, Wayne, being the energetic guy he did, he dove super deep into this stuff. And now he has this amazing service melody Clouds, that has over 8,000 hours of different kinds of audio tracks, things like the binaural beats that can help you focus or reduce earring, things like solfeggio tones, which can modulate the activity of the brain. There's guided meditations and and over 15,000 different audiobooks that are helping people relax, calm and just have a higher quality of life through the power of sound. So Wayne, thanks thanks for being on here today. I'm excited to have a conversation.
0: That was fantastic. Number 1, you are absolutely hired. And um, yeah, that was really a very good job, Tom. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. And I mean, I, I I guess I stole a little bit of your thunder from your personal story. But I think it's really nice to hear it from your mouth about why you got passionate about the power of sound and how powerful this actually was in your life. Because many people listen to music, we have bands that we like, but there's so much more that can happen when we use the power of frequency and understand that. So please share how it really impacted you, particularly on your health parameters.
0: Well, I mean, you're exactly right, and it is very obvious that you have done your research, so congratulations on that. I mean, I love talking to people who actually are interested in the subject that they're going to you know, be talking about, um, and, you're, and you're 100% correct. I, I spent eight and a half years in the military, with a Desert Storm, listened to a lot of gunfire, listened to a lot of explosions in training, even more so than actual war. Um, Listened to loud music when I was a kid and that tinnitus or tinnitus that it, for me, it's a high pitched whine and a whooshing. And for 30 years, I had no silence. Imagine that, go into a silent room and it is not silent. So yeah, it it, it definitely, and I love music as much, if not more than the next person. You know, I use music to focus i use music to sleep i use music to change our tagline is take charge of your mood meaning if you're sad and you don't want to be then we have the answer for that we can we can help you be happy you know if you are unfocused but you want to focus we can do that um one of the things i like to say is you've heard the term in the zone, especially being a fit, right? It's used in athletics all the time. He was in the zone, she was in the zone. Well, it turns out the zone is an actual place. You can can get yourself, you can take yourself to that zone at will. And we can talk about that. Yeah,
1: and I want to. I want to talk about we're we're effectively talking about the brain and the nervous system and the different states that the brain's in and how sound changes that and I'll key up a couple things because I, I'm a person who has been using different frequency music to work and focus for over a decade now, um, using different like online things, maybe playlists on YouTube or a service like Brain FM. But yours is so much more extensive because you have the wide range and gamut of different options. And I just want to share a couple things, and, and this will key up some interesting conversation. You know, sound itself has shape like there's that, there's the science of cymatics where they take those sandy plates and they have a frequency generator that generates a frequency and you see that it creates a shape in the sand. So sound has shape, right? We just can't see it, but it's, it's shape. And different frequencies of sounds have different biological effects. So like they've shown that like a lion's roar is such like a low frequency that it creates this visceral terror in all mammals, pretty much. It is just like that, just like a low rumble of an earthquake has this kind of tone that makes us feel a certain way. And then there's other tones that will say like, that was like angelic choir music that makes us feel a certain kind of way. So talk to me about how you and the people who use your service, particularly use different frequencies to alter their mood states. And also what's actually going on? Like, why does it even work?
0: Okay, so you, look, that, that is fascinating that we were just now kind of understanding it, you would think. You would think yeah. that we just now started discovering this kind of stuff. But I would argue that we have known about this for a very, very long time. I'm about to prove it to you. So first man is – they we tribed up. We got into family groups, Right and the tribe over on the other side of the river they would get a little too close to us sometimes so our answer to that would be to call out and be beating on logs and th- those tones became a warning or an invitation depending on how we, you know our how we did it okay so how we 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 could either call out to them as a hey we're friendly or we could call out to them as a you better not mess with us don't come across that river And the same thing happens today. You and I could walk into a church playing heavy organ music, right? And without even looking at one another, we would both know, both of us, even though neither one of us have to be religious to know this, that our voices need to be lowered. There's a reverence that happens when you walk into that into that situation, Mm -hmm. Now, you take that same two people, walk them across the street to a Southern Baptist church where they're singing praise music. I don't know anyone that's not affected by that. Yeah. You may not agree with the message. You may not feel, you know, uh, uh, like calling to God, but you definitely are uplifted by that music. Mm -hmm. There are 17 films in the history of filmmaking that have no soundtrack for a reason. Okay. We know even silent movies weren't silent. Yeah. So you had someone banging along on the piano along with the, whatever was going on the screen, alerting people, telling them, Hey, how do we feel about, how do you feel about those images? You ever take a horror movie? YouTube has some videos. I just occurred to me. YouTube has some videos where they've taken a popular horror movie, they've removed the soundtrack and inserted like Leave It to Beaver soundtrack for Halloween. Okay, it totally makes the the movie a different piece of film. The point is, the point is, you take music with you practically everywhere, or it is with you practically everywhere. Malls have pipe music into, restaurants have pipe music into their establishments to get you to eat uh, different things or to get you to shop for different things and be in the mood to shop. So we know that this has a a vast effect on our uh, moods and on our performance. Yeah. And then the the promise of
1: understanding that is that we can now be very intentional and conscious about using particular sound frequencies that we know have certain effects to shape our experience like before we actually hit record you were telling me about your uh your nighttime process how you know you work really hard and like please share it with everyone listening
0: so i, I would share it with tony look i i have two problems number one is the tinnitus we talked about that i got this ringing going on in my ear it, it's 24 7 if i'm awake i hear it okay or unless i'm listening to a binaural beat. Um, a specific one. But I also will lay in bed even after I'm exhausted physically. My body is physically exhausted, and I realize that I'm the only person on the planet that suffers from this, so just bear with me. And I will lay in bed, and my mind will just race with things that I did and things I need to do the next day. Now, look, I know no one else suffers from that. I am the only one, but it is... Well, maybe, maybe I'm the only one. Probably not. I use uh, four thirty-two megahertz mm-hmm. um, because our—that's our brains. Our brains uh, is frequency generated. It's electrical appliance. To, I play a track on Melody Clouds that I've listened to fifteen seconds of that track. I cannot. I've never gotten to sixteen seconds. Because it drops me into a REM sleep that when I wake, and I've had many people describe this to me, when I wake in the morning after listening to this, it's like I'm being pulled up. It's like I'm, being, I'm swimming to the top of a, a, a lake, a cool lake or something. It's that deep and refreshing a sleep. And I really enjoy that sensation. Oh, yeah. Knowing, man, you, you, really you went deep, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and so I think that that's a very healthy thing. It's a very restful sleep to get to that.
1: Yeah. And I guess effectively is when we play sounds in the ears, like that 432 happens to be a kind of sacred frequency. And I'd like to get back to that because it's sure. part of the solfeggio scale. Um, but like um, effectively the brain gets entrained to these slower wave patterns and that can guide us into sleep because sleep is this process of us going from those activated beta waves down to alpha then to theta and eventually into delta and deep sleep and basically this is like the fast track to doing that by being like put this in here's the sound that vibration the brain wants to entrain itself to the sound and then you're You're out and you're on your way. So for sleep, this is like an absolute game changer. But at the same time, also for focus, I I can attest to that. There are certain of these frequencies that can really get you dialed in. Honestly, it feels almost like a cup of coffee sometimes if you like play these kinds of sounds. And it's cool thing is this is often non-lyrical stuff. Like if you ever worked to lyrical music... There is a drawback of that, in my opinion, because you're also like subconsciously processing words where this just like these pure frequencies can be like really dial you in. Do you ever use any of these things for work or you have people that do?
0: You know, it's funny that you say that because one of the things that we're in process of right now, we're very, very close, is we are taking um, the binaural beats and the solfeggio frequencies and overlaying them. Over popular music. And the mm-hmm. way that we're doing it is basically an app overlay of another app. So mm-hmm. while you're listening to popular music, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, wh- whoever, you also can put in place over that the benefits of a binaural beat. That's cool. Now, well, because you bring up a very interesting point, and we're going to, I'm going to now I'm going to go back to the drawing board a little bit because I need to do some testing on whether or not the lyrics. Will interfere with the proposed benefit mm-hmm. of those binaural beats. It's a very interesting proposition, and maybe um m- maybe we find that that does have some kind of cause and effect or or negates some part of the benefit sure. either way, we have over eight thousand hours, and we add every single month of binaural beats solfeggio um uh, guided meditations. We've, we've kind of morphed Melody Clouds into a toolkit rather mm-hmm. than a single tool. We've, yeah. mo- we've morphed into a toolkit of people who really want the benefits of being able to focus, be, be able to relax. Um, there are a ton of therapeutic benefits of listening to this type of music for PTSD patients, for clinically yeah. depressed people. And yeah. all without. Look, I'm a I'm a I love medicine. I, I you know, yeah. not that sounds wrong, but I there's nothing wrong with pharmaceuticals. OK, the abuse of pharmaceuticals, there's a huge amount wrong with. Mm-hmm. But pills, medication is a miracle if used properly. But, you know, there's sometimes when you, you can use other means, you know, there, there are other things that you can use to reach the same effect and all with no side effects.
1: Well, look at this. I mean, okay, so this human mechanism, we have various senses. We have taste, sight, sound, smell, and, and these are just inputs into the nervous system. So we know that there's a lot of benefits to different kinds of light therapies, photobiomodulation, red lights, green lights, blue lights. Now, we have, this is just sound therapy, right? This is a sound input that's coming into the body and, and it's helping us so much. Uh, it's vibration. It's it's amazing, and I, I want to point out a couple other things. Um, sometimes I think we we like the sound of certain kind of music. We like we like the groove, but music doesn't always have the best messages for us. You know, there's some songs that say some things that maybe we don't actually want to be hearing all the time. Yep. And this seems like a really cool alternative to have a whole wide world of different stuff you can listen to when you feel like listening to something that actually has benefits without some of the drawbacks and now if someone wants to go down the rabbit hole of this and I don't know if you'll go here with me so we might not spent a lot of time on this but there was actually a big change in the American music system where we started tuning the a note to 440 instead of to 432. are you aware of this yes
0: okay yeah, and, and in 440 about it all the time
1: for sure and the a at 440 has a particular kind of like pitch to it that feels a little like anxiety provoking it's like 432 sounds like really peaceful. 440 is this. And just by making this slight shift in the scale all of our music pretty much in the West now has this underlying discordance. So if you start to look at stuff like these different beats and sounds, you're going to see a lot of tracks saying 432. You sleep with the 432. So please speak into that. And then I kind of want to segue that into the solfeggio tones themselves because now we're getting into some interesting that, stuff. Yeah,
0: that that kind of opens the door for that. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's really what it is. Look, the solfeggio um, was observed. I don't say created. I don't say invented, but... Um, Guido D'Arezzo was an Italian monk in the 11th century. He observed the solfeggio. He observed the fact that even though you may not play a musical instrument, you know, when one's out of tune, that we have a natural, the human has a natural, um, um, uh, at, we're, yeah,
1: we're, we have a natural tuning fork in us. We 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 have we understand pitch. Yeah, but
0: we are repelled by certain frequencies. Yeah. We, just like you were just saying, we are, we are repelled. But someone's singing out of tune. someone mm-hmm. singing out of tune. We don't have to be a singer. Everyone in the room is going to look at one another like, oh, please make that stop. Yep. Or if someone is on stage with a cello and they are not a cellist, they, <laughs> yeah. it, it is, it's never going to work for us. But a virtuoso. Someone who really is good will move a stadium full of people. And so that's what we're, you know, that's what we're talking about. But we're kind of edging into that, you know, those pure tones, those pure notes really do have an effect. Did you ever wonder why banjo, you cannot play a sad song with a banjo. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the musical quality of a banjo, okay, even... Will will not allow, it always makes me smile. It always makes me feel happy. You can play whatever you want on it, and it's just going to sound like a happy song. And we, we as humans recognize that. This is kind of what we're talking about here, is that ability to, and look, I, I hate to say it, but you're exactly right. And I feel that it's nefarious, What that change that we were discussing. That change is is to create stress. Mm-hmm. We we've got to get back to or get away from things that induce that yep. type of stress. Not all stress is bad. Yeah, but okay? this
1: kind of stress is exercise. Stress is good. Eating yeah. a particular thing that has a hormetic effect on the body is good. But low level anxiety from sounds you're putting in your ears when you're trying to chill out, yeah. not necessarily. No,
0: no, bombarding someone. Constant stress is not a good thing. It is going to affect you neurologically. It is going to affect you emotionally. I spent uh, 13 weeks in basic training, okay? (laughs) There was a lot of stress in that 13 weeks. It helped me. It made me grow. It turned me into a, a, a soldier, okay? That was a good stress. Those were good. It prepared me for things I may have to face later on. It's not what we're talking about. We're yeah. talking about inducing a a almost paranoia or um, a stressful uh, uh, thing to this nervous system that is constant and it is pervasive. And yeah. that's what we're trying to. It's the opposite of relaxing. For sure.
1: It's the opposite
0: of relaxing. Yeah. yeah. And I think
1: if someone really wants to prove this to themselves. We'll throw some links in the show notes to some videos that on YouTube that do a powerful comparison with 432 versus 440 side by side where people will play them and you can listen to it and you're like holy crap I absolutely prefer 432 and I and I hear the difference. So just know this is like big and then I also think it's cool that to get kind of back I guess to the sacredness of this that a lot of churches are tuned to these sacred frequencies those G- Gregorian chants we all kind of know I was what they're bring
0: like. That up. I, yeah 100% let, yeah
1: let alone the music scales. I don't know, when I was when I was in school growing up, we did the do, re, mi, fa, sol, mm-hmm. la, ti. Well, that's based off the ut, re, mi, fa, sol, la. And these are like frequencies in the solfeggio. So like these have been embedded culturally for us, but we've kind of lost it. We've lost it recently, but you're bringing it back, baby. It makes well, me happy to hear.
0: I think rather than it being lost, I think people are tampering with it now on a, mm-hmm. in a purposeful way. And I don't often say that. I don't often go on... You know, and be you get to talk about this with people. But I I have observed over this period of time, and one of the reasons that I've observed it is because of the way that Melody Clouds is curated. These, so I have ever I own every bit of music on this app for a reason. It's not recycled because for a reason because I had to get back to unmanipulated binaural beats. Yeah. Feggio frequencies that actually relax rather than cause anxiety. Mm -hmm. And that's what's AMSR, ASMR. You know, these guided meditations as well. We're starting to see um, all of these things more, create less relaxation and more anxiety. And that's the whole two things. That's why I created Melody Clouds. And that is why I priced Melody Clouds where it's priced. We're $2.99 for 60 days Try it. Cool. It's like $2 and $2.99,
1: $2.99, right? <laughs> $2.99 yes. to change $2.99 your life. Wow.
0: a month for the first two months. Huh. If you don't cool. like it, and you saw a little bit of the app, but what you didn't see is the largest button in my app is the unsubscribe button. It ain't hard to find. Mm -hmm. If if you don't like it, peace be with you.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful.
0: $5.99 a month after that. And that's me putting my money where my mouth is.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. I I, I do, as someone who... You know, I'm excited to use your app, especially after this conversation, as someone who actually pays for a web based software that just plays like focus music. Yours seems a lot deeper, but yeah, I, I use it on a daily basis for those listening. I use these frequencies, and one other thing I think is we're kind of getting into the realm a little bit of the of the sacred um there is a relationship between sound and color because they can both be measured in frequencies. We can measure the wavelength of a sound in Hertz, cycles per second. We can also measure the wavelength of visible light. Another powerful frequency is 528 Hertz, 528. Um, And this happens to be the exact color of chlorophyll. The green stuff that we know relaxes us. We put people in nature in green settings. They're naturally relaxed. And that is the reflection of that green 528 light into our eyes has a soothing effect. People find the same thing when they play 528 hertz in sound form. People say it's like a sound of love. And I'm sure you have some 528 music on your thing. So like 100% we do. This this is a deep topic, right? I mean, there's a lot here.
0: Yeah, uh, we we have transformation and relaxation. Uh, one of the things that we tell people, five twenty eight is very good at is if you are entering in a negotiation with someone, if you are going into a uh, uh, any type of relationship with another human being, five twenty eight is a very good um, a starting point. Actually, for both parties, really, um, yeah. it has a tendency to make you feel more forgiving and more right. Um, accepting. Okay. And it is, um, it's, it's, it it works very, very well. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, look, you can definitely, um, and I'm going to use the word manipulate, but in a good way, you can actually have effect on people's moods when you're using both. It makes perfect sense too about the light. I wasn't I'm not as much into light as I am sound. Yeah. But it makes perfect sense because I guarantee you fluorescent lighting in office buildings is the absolute antithesis of what we're talking about. It is the least relaxing thing on the planet.
1: It is. They've shown the kids in schools focus better when they have access to full spectrum natural light versus fluorescent right. lights. So not surprising. I think there's an underlying tone here of returning back to these natural frequencies. And I guess I'm trying to inject a little bit of my opinion here, and that is that these are natural things that are found. You can almost say, in a sense, God's fingerprint In sound and in light that lead us lead us to well being, and we're just kind of coming back into more alignment with that.
0: And definitely not an opinion. That that's an observation. I mean, you you think about it. You 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 can natural light. You go outside and feel immediately better in most locations. Mm -hmm. If the weather's nice, you go outside. That's you feel very good, especially in the mornings and in the evenings. Right? Mm -hmm. You go into an office, a windowless office with with uh, 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 fluorescent lighting you're going to feel immediately feel worse than you would if you weren't in there. Right. Or if you're being interrogated, what's the first thing we do? We put a bright light right above you and we start trying to hammer you for information. I mean, yeah. that is, that, we do that for a reason because right. it works. That's, that's what works. Mm-hmm. So it's an observation that you're making. And by, you know, I'm telling you it's a hundred percent spot on.
1: Cool. I mean, I, I'll use the word resonate, I resonate with this for sure. And it's just I'm, I'm glad that people are getting a little more exposed to this. Now, I want to talk a little bit about binaurals because I don't think people know what these are. And it's kind of fascinating, like how it is because it's like, can you explain the structure of a binaural to someone because this tone, yeah. gets, it gets thrown around it, everyone, everyone thinks really it's funny. relaxation music, but let's talk about what it is.
0: Yeah, Tony, what's really funny is I'm looking and It's 25 minutes and we're going to discuss we're going to you know talk about binaurals or or explain it right yeah a binaural beat is um two one frequency going in one ear one frequency going in the other ear these two frequencies whether the brain has to the the way the brain reacts to that is by creating a third frequency somewhere in between those two frequencies mm-hmm. so rather than try and and take its uh resources and adjust for those two frequencies that's how it does it okay that is what creates that difference in uh mood that difference in um elevated thought focus Mm -hmm. uh for me sleep some of these you know that's what creates that our brain is an electrical appliance it it does everything from your thoughts, your emotions, to the dissemination of resources within your body through those electrical impulses. Mm-hmm. We know this because you can hook someone up to an EEG and measure it. So we that's how all of these things were discovered, which frequencies did what. This wasn't a guessing game. This wasn't someone plucking something out of a hat. This was Reams of research, especially in the 1970s, probably more research yeah. than uh, most anything I can think of off the top of my head is very well researched. Yep. And the what really convinced me it, of this was let me briefly tell you the story of how Melody Clouds became what it is. So I have a I have tinnitus, and my friend has it as well. And he called me and we had a few drinks together and we were talking. He said, I want to play. You have a uh, tinnitus. I said, yes. And, and you know, I do. And he said, I want to play some music for you. Fine. I, I'm OK. The first track he played was this woo woo, crunchy track of music that had the binaural beats in. It. And I am. That's not me. I am not. Your, I'm the least woo woo guy you'll ever meet. <laughs> and he nothing. He did. It did nothing. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, you crunchy music, did nothing. He said, hold on. So he plays another track for me, different frequency. Mm-hmm. Again, nothing. Now, look, I'm, I'm enjoying this, actually, because I'm watching my buddy fail, okay? <laughs> this yeah. is funny to me. Then he played the third track. And buddy, let me tell you something. That changed my world in a very real way, because I heard silence for the first time in 30 years, over 30 years. It blew my mind, and it convinced me that this was real. The first two failures are actually what convinced me that this was a real thing. Because what happens if you go to a doctor and he prescribes medication for you that doesn't have its desired effect? And it happens all the time. Yeah. You immediately get prescribed something else. And if that doesn't work, again, he goes, you, you you see what I mean? Yeah. The little blue pill doesn't work for everybody. OK, so you've got to find something else that's going to work. And that's exactly what this is. It convinced me from jump that this I was dealing with something very, very powerful and very real. Yeah, so much. So it took four days to buy the domain. I already had the website. Everything was going up. I had no name for Melody Clouds. It took me four days of racking my brain. People think I shave my head. I don't. I pulled my hair out. <laughs> and it took me four days to figure out the name Melody Clouds. That's what took me so long. Yeah. And a great we, name. We're in 148 countries. We have been translated into 203 206 languages. Um, we're, we're going through the world. We're going to the world with this.
1: I'm really happy that you are. I mean, and, and what a powerful and transformative story for you. And also, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll lend a little bit of like my medical perspective on why I think it works for people who suffer from tinnitus is like, you have a you have damage and I guess we could say inflammation or just straight damage to the inner ear and those nerves that run in are basically like creating a neurogenic sound like it's not external sound it's like an internally produced nerve sound but like by getting the brain in this focused state where let's say I'm making numbers up but you had 70 hertz in one ear and 74 hertz in the other and then it makes and the brain is generating a 72 hertz sound if you will. Like that is effectively focusing those neurologic resources towards this. The inner ear is almost like focused on this, not creating the the tinnitus. And like, that's incredible. And, And then obviously that applies to people who don't have any nervous system dysfunction with their inner ear. You can just create states. And I think many people sit down and try to meditate. They try to clear the mind and focus. And I see this as being a big tool because regardless of your conscious will or effort, this can help get the the brain's activity into a more focused state by giving an external stimuli. And then maybe you can find you can go deeper into whatever practice you have. And I, I guess I'll reflect as I've used these types of sounds and stuff like that to deepen my contemplative prayer and meditation practices. And, and it's very effective. And then it becomes more enjoyable when you are able to experience these states of being that you desire, let alone absence of ringing like it's well, life changing you have
0: there, there are various religions some catholicism when we were talking about it before or the gregorian chants you have om um with yoga uh sure. where people go in and they and they create a resonance within them at a certain frequency yeah. and you know that, that that's a specific thing by the way you can't just go chanting whatever you know you can't just hum at whatever frequency that you want it's these are specific frequencies to get you where it is you're trying to go Mm -hmm. um and we've just kind of I wanted to bring this to people in a way that they would, number one, understand it. A simplified – number one, that's the only thing I'm capable of, by the way. I'm from Cut and Shoot, Texas. So, you know, I I like things to be simplified and as simple as possible, okay? And I know a lot of the people out there, look – you know, you don't want to hear that how the sausage is made so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just want a piece of sausage. It's delicious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it is a very powerful um, tool that I think will benefit a a huge amount of people. We're way yeah. too stressed.
1: Yeah, and and I think um, so. A couple of things is like what you shared about trying different ones is very helpful because maybe you find that there's just certain of these frequencies that work really well for you and you just gotta like play around. That's the benefit of having a large library. And then the other thing I think is cool is you have like over fifteen thousand audiobooks that are like high quality, like good
0: well, we're, feed your we're feed your soul with eight, them. We're actually at eighteen thousand audiobooks, but you I know, mean, that's and, a, that's a lifetime's growing. work. But I mean growing. like
1: If you're doing stuff, besides like listening to this podcast is a great thing to do when you're walking or cooking or cleaning or something like that. But I mean, this could be another, the more you can flood this mind with good, productive, healthy things, the more the state of being will be. And the converse is absolutely true too. You ingest a lot of BS, whether that's like fearful media or just like nonsensical stuff that's distraction, like then you end up having a very scattered mind. So it seems like this is just Garbage a tool in, to, garbage
0: out is not right? just the food intake. Yeah. You know, your thoughts. The the people around you, if the people around you are giving you negativity and that's all you are surrounded by all the time, you you definitely need something like this because it is a good way of flushing that out and providing you with a a good, um, you know, uh, uh, motivating and, um, you know, just a good attitude or a good atmosphere around you. Speaking of atmospheres, speaking of that. We also are doing lullabies. We have have, uh, about 800 hours of lullabies. Um, And why that's important, why I thought about that is, look, the new parents out there, and I I get people, the the most comments that I receive are from new parents. Mm -hmm. So we cut our lullabies into five and 10-hour segments. And you may wonder, all right, well, why would you do that? But when you put your little bundle of joy down in a crib, The first skill he or she will learn as a little human is how to self-soothe. Yeah. And how fast that happens is dictated by its environment, by its parents. Mm -hmm. The quickest way we have found so far, and if we find a quicker way, we are going to bring that forward too, is by making sure when you put that child down, it is listening to the same sounds as when it went to sleep, when Hmm. it wakes up through the night. Yeah. So if it wakes up, it's still warm, it's still dry, it's still well-fed, and it is still listening to the same atmosphere. Yeah. It very quickly learns, oh, everything is fine, time to go back to sleep. And it picks up its first skill. That's awesome. I'm telling you right now, I get probably three to four email a week, a week from parents going, you son of a gun. I mean, we were killing one another. This kid was about to be tossed in the trash. I mean, it was just <laughs> horrible what they were doing to us. And you solved our problem. Thank you so much. And that, to me, I looked at my wife the other night and I thought, you know, we we really dodged a visit, a bullet with our girls. Yeah. We did not have that. I don't remember if I did, but I don't. I don't remember having this horrible sleepless nights. So it was. Kind of unintentional, but kind of not. We knew what we were doing when we did
1: that. Well, I think a lot of people listening to this, like, are probably past the age of having very, very young kids, but probably have grandkids coming have around grandkids the corner. So, got
0: kids that are having kids. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So,
1: like, this is really relevant. Um, awesome. I mean, and, and you baby. know, what, you know, what I realized one quick interjection on that. Sure. I realized too, because I do have a young daughter, and like when I was thinking about the lullabies that we sing our kids, anyways they have these soothing frequencies. Yeah. They have these lower frequencies in them naturally. That's why humans have been singing them because they entrain the brain to these slower patterns. It's just now we can like amplify it with something more intentional like you have.
0: One of the things that we did too, we recognized was, you know, parents are coming home and they've had a full day of work and their kids they have young kids at home and those kids need interaction. They, they want you to know, read a book to them, you know, or to tell me a story. Right. And, you know, we don't always feel at our 100 percent. You know, we always it's not always that we feel like doing that. Yeah. So we included thirty um, three hundred children's books and Aesop's fables in nice. the melody clouds. Yes. And the Aesop's fables are being read by a very close friend of mine, Gary Meyer. Now, Gary Meyer is a Hall of Fame winning uh uh, disc jockey, radio personality. He's in the Hall of Fame right under Marconi. Okay. Cool. Great guy. And he reads these Aesop's fables, which, if you're familiar with Aesop, I'm talking about the, the ass and the lion skin, the woman and yeah. the hen, the fox and the grapes, all these stories that I had when I was growing up teaching me not to be so stupid. Don't do mm-hmm. such dumb things, right? Mm-hmm. He does it in a way where it's fun for adults too. You can sit down and listen to Gary or listen to Hans Christian Andersen or Grimm's fairy tales and at least be present for your kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At least sit there and enjoy that. Yeah. And and
1: uh, yeah, I mean it's absolutely beautiful. Just another thing that is a good connected family time that's enriching everyone involved and helping your kids sleep better. So Right powerful. And obviously you use it to sleep too. So the whole household can benefit, you know, get the kids to to get a fable and then you put in your earplugs and or your earphones and then you're out too. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. You know, I've actually even trained myself that I do not need to use headphones with binaural beats. It's possible. I, yeah. I did it myself. I, when I'm listening to certain tracks, I can still achieve that focus. So I want to make sure that people understand that, yes, you are probably going to need to use headphones when you first start training with binaural beats. You want to reach that focus? That's probably going to be the case. However, you will, your brain will start recognizing those frequencies and realizing, hey, this is where we're trying to get. And yeah. I am still able to achieve focus. I'm still able to get to sleep um, without having to wear headphones, I have a headband that has soft speakers. That's what yeah. I normally would wear. But I yeah. have found if I'm in a hotel room somewhere and I didn't bring it, I, it, it works just as well for me. It works just as good.
1: Nice. Yeah. You reminded me when you said the headband with speakers, cause like I, I used that once I, I officiated one wedding, in my day and I had to memorize my wedding speech. So I had myself read it on an audio track right. and I played it in my ears using those things over the night. I think it helped. It went okay.
0: So that was good. And Is now i want the thing d- that we have in common then because I yeah. appreciated my best friend's wedding, you know, <laughs> and that was an interesting experience. That, right. Just, not for nothing. I just, that, you say in that, it's like, yeah, <laughs> Hey, that's funny. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: It's a cool life experience to do. Right. All right so, now, I mean, we've covered a lot of ground here. Um, I just want to bring up one more thing just because I think it's it's really interesting. For whatever reason, kind of in prep of this conversation and just how, how things have unfolded and what I've been learning about, a friend of mine brought to my attention an unclassified or recently declassified CIA document called the Gateway Experience. And it, you can Google CIA Gateway Experience and you'll the PDF will come up. And this is actually research from the 70s that the CIA did, and they were trying to figure out a lot of the stuff with like altered brainwave states and how that leads to people having phenomenal experiences and all sorts of different kinds of things. And they basically narrowed it down to certain frequencies on these things they called the Monroe tapes that cause the brain's two hemispheres to become synced. So a synchronization of the right and the left hemisphere. And you can also look up Monroe or HemiSync audios. So I'm not sure if you have any of those on your thing, but like, this is like, this is stuff that our biggest three-letter agencies in our government have been like, taken very seriously. And like, now it's just kind of becoming more public knowledge, but it's just fascinating. Like, there's a lot to this stuff um, in the well, realm of performance.
0: The amount of money and the amount of study, I think I've said it before, in the 70s, the amount of money and the amount of studies, both in the uh, USSR and uh, uh, Russian Republic now, but uh, in the United States, we were in a race on all fronts. Yeah. so the amount of money and the, look, every movie in the 70s, just about, was about the brain and ESP and all of these different things, okay? Men who stared at goats, they even talk about binaural beats a little bit in that movie where they were trying to um, see, uh, you know, distance. I forget what that's called. Yeah, like remote viewing is what they call that. Thank you. Yeah. Remote viewing. So they were trying to train people. How do we get people to do this? Um, They were using psychedelics, a lot of psychedelic research at the same time. Psychedelics
1: and sound is what they've used to, to achieve these results in certain people. So we
0: we are right now the military is using um binaural beats and solfeggio frequencies in the treatment of PTSD. And mm-hmm. I know that because I'm approached all the time um mm-hmm. about uh, you know talking to certain people or people you know asking me questions about how can this be used to um make uh, uh, soldiers whole again. Yeah. And we we are 100% in you know constant contact any help we can be reach out to me 100% at whatever time day or night does not matter um, that that is 100% what we're into
1: well i love that i mean i think that's a nice way to end too just to show that this can go everywhere from performance and the most esoteric goals like remote viewing all the way down to healing from war traumas or any kind of trauma people have experienced Sound is one of the powerful gateways to access our nervous system and to shift our state of being, and it's so cool now that I know Melody Clouds exists, and many of our viewers now know. So please tell us where they can learn more, where they can download the app, and just also connect with you if they really found this to be a powerful really conversation.
0: Very co- cool to me because we, you know when I started this, MelodyClouds.com is the website. You go to the website. There's a player there. There are some. There are certain tracks there, so you can hear some of the quality of the um, we You can sign up on the website. Um, and, and one of the reasons that I did that, sign up on the website, as, as opposed to signing up through the apps, we have an iOS app and an Android app. You cannot sign up on either of those two apps because that would have driven my price way higher than what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Apple and, and Google wanted their piece of the pie and I, was, I refused to give it to them. Yeah. And one of the other things, is when you're using the apps on a Melody, using the Melody Cloud app. Not only do we not take your information and use your information and sell your information on your phone, we prevent others from doing it. So we actually help to secure your phone. So nice. if you're worried about people tracking you, hey, play some binaural beats on Melody Clouds because we actually prevent that from you know taking place. Okay, that's cool. But the, the the my whole the point uh, is that you know well anyway I'm sorry I didn't mean to get off on that but <laughs> no it's good I
1: mean it, it's a, it's a certain feature and I think privacy is going to become, gonna become an ever more increasing issue in the future as everything becomes ever more digital you know artificial intelligence and what that's going to empower in terms of data ad tracking and all this stuff is like we don't even know but certainly these things that are tools that can just make us have greater well-being internally. Um, I think part data is part of our external well-being as well. So I think it all fits.
0: Yeah. So Melody Clouds, the the app is on iOS and on Google Play. I think that's what I wanted to say. Um, And you can sign up um, for either a monthly, uh, yearly, or we have lifetime subscriptions, uh, all very reasonable um, that people can, uh, can join up with. So,
1: yeah. Awesome. Wayne, this was a pleasure. I, I'm I'm grateful that we were able to cover this much ground and to expose our audience to Melody Clouds. I hope people check that out and I appreciate you coming on today.
0: Thank you very much for having me. It was a lot of fun for me. And look, I, I definitely you know appreciate it, seriously.
1: Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission.